What up? What up? Woo, what up? Let's go. Dude, I think we had at least two podcasts. Yeah. Oh, already. God, today, bro? We might be on a third. <laughs> Shit. Somebody owe us advertising money. <laughs> Dude, I, we always Damn. say that too, right? We're like, we should just come in here and just hit, hit record. Um, I'm going to hit you yeah. with a lapel mic, like those ones that you just clip That's onto it. your shirt. As soon as that, I walk in the door. As soon as you walk in the door, I'm going to be like, blah, 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 put this on, put this on, put this on. I'm going to hit record, and then we're going to go and pop off from there. Then we'll talk about some shit that we ain't supposed to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> End up editing fucking half the show up. <laughs> like, why the show was 20 minutes? Be like, well, <laughs> you see what happened was <laughs> this climate. <laughs> we said some shit that's going to get us off air before we get on, for real. Right? <laughs> Don't get no sponsors. Oh, man. Yo, welcome back, everybody, to the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is Juan, and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit them with the simple but delicious yeah, drink of the day. This for all the, for, for all the y'all drinks be too complicated, folks, man. And uh, and, and we, you know what? I took two of our favorite things and just said, fuck it. They got to go well together. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sorry. Welcome back to the Ginger Beer Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Sorry, hit him. Yeah, we changed. This is the launch of the new. Uh, <laughs> this, though, this week, so I was like, yo, we love ginger beer and we always love the bourbon. So we're just going to mix those two things together and that's it. Literally did two ounces of bourbon. Uh, you see the High West right now if you're watching on YouTube. But we actually did the Jeffersons uh, before this. We just finished the bottle of the Jeffersons. And uh, no, it wasn't new. But we uh, we finished the Jeffersons. So then we moved to this High West right now. But uh, two ounces of bourbon. Top it off with ginger beer, which is probably about six ounces. And then uh, garnish with a mint leaf. You know, clap, clap the mint leaf. Make sure you crack those the veins in the leaf, and then put it in there for the scent. And it is good, and it's simple. You don't got to sit there and play bartender. You know, you know, it's like mixing yeah, soda, and you know, like if you're doing a like rum a and coke or whatever, or vodka yep. soda. Yep, it's exactly that, and it actually tastes really good, man. I'm like, I love it, and it's a take on like a. So this this is called a I'm call it a brown and stormy, but it's a take on the dark and stormy, where it's usually like uh, rum okay. and ginger beer. Oh really? I never so had it's that. Like a, yeah, yeah, it's and it's good. Like rum and ginger beer is pretty good. Like you do a a good um a good dark rum. Yeah. Yeah, it's great, man. Yeah, if you never tried it, oh, yeah, sure. it, it that's like a drink called the dark and stormy. I feel like there's something else I'm missing. There might be like Dude, lime I, in there. I stopped drinking rum because I always like I f- like I feel like I drank liquor the next day. Mm-hmm. I and can see that. I try to I try to kind of stick with things that 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 don't make me feel like I drank something the day before. Yeah, no, and it's funny, man. Through doing this, we're finding more and more what those things are. Yep. Like, uh, like last week felt great. Like, whenever we do tequila, oh mezcal, yep. like the next day, I, I, I'm sure that you know, there's in some ways, I'm, you know, you could tell I drank, but I didn't feel it. Like, I, I woke up. And we did, we did two weeks in a row, right? Because last week uh, was yeah. the poblano. Yes. And then the week and before, the before that, the mezcal. We did the mezcal, and yep. I felt great. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, the the mezcal old fashioned with the thing, I felt great. The last week, the poblano, which I thought. Because of the sugar is usually the thing that gets me. Yes, well, still fine, man. And that's why that's why I was thinking maybe that that's what the rum does. Mm-hmm. Because of, you know because it, it has the sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of stay away from it, man. But but yeah, I never had it. Ginger beer hits. It seems to hit with everything. It does, man. And it, it is. So I was laughing. I was like, bro, we always do this. We just, <laughs> let's just dumb it down. We always do it like top it off with ginger beer. I'm like, fuck it. We just gonna drink ginger beer this weekend. Bro. Yeah, and you gotta hit it with the mint because <laughs> that mint gives you that first that Look. first aroma. So good, it's good, and I feel like it would be good anywhere, man. Poolside, hot out, it is refreshing, cold out, whatever. Yeah. It still hits, man. So, 
Alright, man. Simplified it this week for y'all. Yes, sir. My carbon footprint or our carbon footprint. I don't know if you got one or we're gonna go on this one. We we're gonna go on this one, man. It's going out to Shohei Otani. Uh baseball guy, pitcher, batter, extraordinaire. Uh, for those of you who have not are not baseball fans, um he is currently a pitcher for the uh, uh are they the Angel. Anaheim Angels? I think so. Right? Yeah. Are they Anaheim, I believe? But the Angels and, and MLB, um, but most for recently, now. <laughs> for now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, most recently, he's plays. Well, he's, he's from Japan, and he played in the World Baseball Classic that was going on for the last what, probably two weeks or so. Two weeks, yeah. Um, Japan pulled the pulled it out. Um, they actually won. They beat the U.S. yesterday for the title. Um, and what was amazing about that game was that he is. One of the best pitchers. He's probably a top three pitcher in the in in the league, and, and then one of the best hitters. And then right, and then like top three hitter it, in, and the in the American League, which is unheard of because the pitchers don't, the the pitchers get to bat in the National League, like all the, like they're part of the rotation. Right. But in the American League, they don't bat at all, but they almost DH him, right? Like yeah. they DH him, and yep. then they <laughs> it's not so when he's yeah, not on pitching. Days he, that he's not pitching, yeah, he's batting. He's batting. Um, that's Babe Ruth shit. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's a- and so last night, um, the U.S. was down by one. It was three to two. And it was two outs. And I think it was the, it was the top of the ninth. And um, the U.S. needed to they needed a score. And who comes up to bat? It's Mike Trout, who is one of the premier hitters in the league. So it's Mike Trout against Otani. And Otani strikes him out. Yeah, hey, Mike Trout's the. I, what, listen, if MLB had a poster child because they're oh, that, shitty at the advertising, guy. that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy. Yeah, yeah. Mike Trout is the the quintessential like man of MLB right now. Like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and Aaron Judge. Is, Aaron Judge like, is starting right to there, get there. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely Mike Trout is. So it was one of those. It was funny, man. As, as I'm watching it, like I actually stood up out of my out of, out of the off my seat, and I'm watching it, and I'm telling my kids like, "Yo, like, come watch this because." Like this is, you could not have written a better script. Oh my god, the, the best to pitcher end the cat to end the world to, to the the world baseball classic. The, the best player, arguably in the world, not an MLB. No, the best the player world. in the world. Yeah, pitching against the best player in Major League Baseball. Like you know, it's it's you know a, a, a trout is in that conversation until Otani came in, right? Like, and then and and their teammates, by the way, and right, and their teammates, and it's bottom of the ninth. And it's a one run ball game, man. It's and it's two outs. Run, two two outs. It's a runner on, right? Like if if, if he gets a home run, it, they win it, right? There's a runner on base, I think, at this point. Or uh, I, you might be right be- on that. I'm not sure. I can't remember, but it but it's definitely bottom of the night, one run game. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, and there's nobody outs. else on that team that you want up there. No, besides Trout. Yeah, if you got to pick, like, hey, at the end of the game, and in this scenario, who are you putting up there? You're gonna yeah. be like Mike Trout. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I guess not even a question. It's not even a question, bro. It's it's literally a fantasy of if you could predict how the world baseball classic is gonna end this is like your dream scenario oh my god bro this is like getting this would have been like world cup getting uh, a messi and ronaldo like that this is that for baseball yeah yeah so crazy man so so um but you know watching watching him and 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 obviously seeing him seeing him play as well it always seems like like no moment is too big for this guy and he steps up in the in the biggest moment of of probably of, of his life um you know the guy hasn't won any world series um, but this is probably the biggest moment of his life, and and then goes in there. He throws, 
his pitches were like 100 miles an hour, 102 miles an hour. And then he throws an off-speed pitch at 87 like, to bro, strike him Bro, he throws out. a slider that moves oh, away still. that was just <laughs> filthy, man. Oh. And you used to pitch, so you can really, like, appreciate that? Yeah, I can't even, like, f- dude, the fact that you could throw, what, like you said, 100, 100, and 200, like, anybody who's, like, who's ever, like you said, pitched at any level, and if you knew how to throw a breaking ball, to have a 100-mile-an-hour speed and then have a slider that comes at you like a fastball and then just fucking moves away, as a batter, you have no fucking clue what just happened like it's so bananas like, dude like him like like mike trout swinging like yeah you're supposed to swing you're supposed because to it swing. looks like it's another fast yes ball. and he swung where he should have yep it's just that that fucking ball moved where it shouldn't have gone <laughs> like it's just it's it, it's a filthy dude and the dude, thing and is, it moves out of the strike zone yes it just it starts in the strike zone so yeah. you have to swing yeah and then it just like you said it moves away and it's such a sexy and and here's the thing bro about baseball is that you normally don't have both you either have 100 mile an hour speed, like for anybody like who doesn't understand baseball. As a pitcher, you're either a breaking ball pitcher or you're a you're a like throwing heat, right? Like you had Mariano Rivera, he's throwing 100 mile an hour cutters. He just has a fastball and he has a changeup, maybe, right? Mariano's not throwing curveballs at you. He's not throwing sliders. Like he had that fastball that moved away and up and high. Like that was just disgusting. That I think that it's just a nobody cutter. could hit. Nobody it's, could it's hit. It's a cutter. It's yeah. a cutter, and it moved in. If you were right, and it wasn't 100 mile an hour. Dude, and no, it was probably 95, 96. Six really is what it was. It wasn't like 100 miles an hour for Mariano, but filthy. You're normally not doing poof. So to have a 100 mile an hour fastball and then be able to throw a slider that is 15 miles an hour slower, it fucking it boggles your brain, bro, as a batter. Like it's just in. Like you have to know it's coming. Right. There's no way to hit that. You have to know it's coming. Like it's just insane, bro. And the chess match that those two, because again, Mike Trout has to know, like, all right. He, yeah, he's a teammate, he, bro. He, you know he's pitching he against knows. them, bro. And you could tell that last pitch, he was probably expecting heat. Because then there's also the, he wants to blow one past me. You know what I mean? Like, and then, Which he had just blown he two. He had just blown two. <laughs> and he just fucking, and you know. Dude, and the, hundred and, the, and the 100 and the 102, right down the middle, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, hit it. I dare you. Yeah, like, right. it's just, yeah, yeah. Dude, when you can throw that hard, you do just go, yeah, let's see. Because you're not hitting that on the first swing. Right. Again, it's the fucking it's the timing. It's the timing. Yeah. It's he throws it once and you go, Hoo-hoo. and then the second time he probably goes, he got a little bit closer. So now he's waiting for it because that's the, you close your eyes and you're swinging down the middle kind of thing. Right. And he just goes, now nah, I'm about to fuck you up. Cause I'm going to throw it's <laughs> bro. I, I didn't see the game and I saw the highlight yeah. and I was just like, like I just appreciated the, like you said, just the, the, to hit him with the hundred, the hundred, the hundred. And then you see that slider move away. I'm like, Oh my God, how filthy. Yeah, nah, it was nuts, man. <laughs> so Japan went seven and no. In, in in this world yeah, baseball classic. Yeah, they didn't lose classic. a game, yeah, huh? Yeah, they lose a game. Wow. Um, against teams that you could look at and it's just like, that's an all-star team. That's an all-star team. Like, the, 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 the Mexican team was excellent. The Dominican team was excellent. The Puerto Rican team was excellent. The Venezuelan team was excellent. Oh like, my God, it was yeah. all of these teams. And I'm just like, holy shit. So, going back to Otani... This dude is like, like you said earlier, he is a pitcher extraordinaire, batter extraordinaire, and is a, I think he only makes like five or six mil a year. 
Is yeah, it, and that was through contract? arbitration. He got a one-year deal through arbitration. Okay. He was making a hundred. Uh, 500k probably last season or season before that oh, well, like was, they just settled on an arbitration deal okay. to make him i think the five or ten mil this year and that's to avoid the whole arbitration thing because the way the baseball contracts work gotcha. out or whatever but anyway but like so this is his last year or his only year on that deal and then he leaves i mean he ends up a dodger or a yankee i think after that's yeah. probably what's gonna happen and they're saying that his contract is gonna be like upper five Mm-hmm. To six hundred million dollars. Yeah. He's gonna get ten years, five fifty, six hundred, easy. He should. Like there's if it's you're insane. giving that shit to Soto and Judge got, you know, seven years, whatever, but Judge is older. Otani, I think, is not even fuck, man. He Ooh, might be twenty four, man. Let's find out. Dude, you figure this guy's got a, a, a you know, three or four more world baseball classics in him. He's got, you know, another decade in his prime in the majors. He's got twenty eight. Okay, oh, okay, so he's older than I thought. Okay, so he's got, you know, five years in his prime in the majors. He's got, you know, probably two or three World Baseball Classics in his prime still. Like, dude, and we forget, like, we act like Japan didn't produce, like, some of the greats. Like, you remember for a while, Japan was, like, the hot spot. Like, even yeah. the Yankees, uh, the Matsui, Matsui. and yeah, uh, Tanaka. Yeah. And, and they got the Darvish guy, right? Yeah, it's Darvish, you Darvish, yeah, um, who was a stud and then just fell off. Who's the other guy? The guy, the guy that like the guy I, I call him like the the single king. Oh, Ichiro Suzuki, yeah. man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and they all came from that same era. Like Japan was producing studs for like a mm-hmm. long time, and you know, obviously they they, they still have an, a fantastic team. I just think they're like almost an afterthought on this side of the world because obviously the Caribbean and the Latin, I mean, just Latin America Latin in general America, just yeah, produces kills like, it. great. You know, most of the major league talent comes from Latin America or the U.S., right? So it's like, right. um, dude, and I think I misspoke last where I said that the Puerto Rico had lost to the DR. Puerto Rico lost to the U.S. the last World Baseball Classic in the Oh, final. okay. And uh, they lost to DR the year before that. Um, and this year, Me- Mexico put them out. Yeah. Who they had a Mexico. fabulous team. Yeah, yeah. And dude, and, but listen, they had some Cubans on there. They, they, their best player was Cuban, <laughs> who has Mexican citizenship. We ain't gonna talk about that. Is that ain't, what, that ain't that, legit. When I seen him, I was like, I like that dude's that Mexican. Nah, the dark one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that dude looked like he's from the hood. Nah, he over Cuban. Here. He defected to Mexico and then oh, he and then he really? pleaded for citiz- for citizenship. Citizenship. See, I said it like a Mexican. <laughs> citizenship. <laughs> You sound like the dog was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are no bad dogs, just bad people. That was a horrible Mexican accent. But anyway, he's like, uh, he he pleaded for citizenship less than a year ago, like six, seven months ago, bro. To the to the like president of Mexico on like Twitter, really, and he got it. Oh, and, and he said he would play in the World Baseball Classic for Mexico yeah. if he gave him citizenship, and they did. And of course, he did. And then so. Yeah, the, this guy's—he's uh, uh, a stud, <laughs> but and I think he's got a—he's got a major league contract. I think he plays for for the Blue Jays or something like that. So oh, I yeah, can't I don't, think I don't of his name. But anyway, but yeah, Mexico. Listen, shout out to Mexico. They—they they came back on PR and played a great game. But dude, going back to Otani, man, what a—I think first off, just you talk about like leaving an impact. What a generational talent! Like I think obviously, like there isn't a huge baseball following anymore. Uh, probably where we live, it's more of a. It's very regional regional. thing. Yeah, like Northeast and then like, you know, St. Louis and that kind of thing. And obviously out west in L.A., the Dodgers, I think out – I was listening to something today. The Dodgers have the highest attendance than every other team in baseball by like 10,000 like on average, 10,000 fans or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not even close. Dude, if they're able to sign him, then – 
he oh can start God. filling seats on a Tuesday. And w- and no city would be better for him than. And I know Anaheim is basically LA, but like, but you, I mean, let's be real. If you're gonna be in LA, you want to be a Dodger. You don't want to be an Anaheim Angel. And then if you're gonna be in New York, you want to be Yankee. You don't want to be a Met. Like it's just like one of those things where like you're you're. You know, just like if you're in basketball, you want to be a Laker, not a Clipper, right? Like, it's just one of those things. Right, right, right. He just doesn't look right <laughs> in that. Do you figure it's inevitable he'll end up on the Dodgers uh, or, or New York? Because, again, the the even the Japanese fan bases for those teams is probably significantly larger. Like, you can't put him in the Midwest. I would imagine it's, it's, it's probably more so um, on the West Coast. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, I think if I had to bet money on it, he's probably a Dodger. And uh, you know, after this season, yeah. you know, and they're gonna, and they've been freeing up a shit ton. They've been letting people go and trading off and whatever. Oh, yeah. So they're clearly tells me they're freeing up cap space because they know it's coming. Then they're gonna give them the five fifty or whatever, yeah. six hundred million. But so I, I want to get in the carbon footprint. You know, obviously not because of just what he's done. It's just like I think he's one of these generational talents that where you look at, you know, a lot of people praise uh, Babe Ruth as like the best baseball player ever, right? And part of it was because of not only his hitting ability, but the guy used to pitch too. Mm-hmm. Now th- different game back then the athletic ability of baseball players back then was nothing like it is today Most overrated great of all time <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming from a yankee go on, <laughs> go on. but otani is doing things that you may never see again it's it's almost like if if you're a football fan it's like taking a, an all-star quarterback and then when the defense comes on, he goes and plays fucking, you know, he's, it's like, it's, it's you know, he's a, he's a, he's a lineman. He's a lineman, yeah. Or yeah. shut down corner. Of course, yeah. Or, yeah, like, it's like that. So it's true. not, it's just not, like, you don't it's see not normal. shit. Yeah, you don't, you don't see it. And it's funny, man, because most baseball players come up playing both. Like, if you're a pitcher, you always bat, right? And, and you, you do that in college, and you do that in high school, and you do that in, yeah. but then when you get to the majors, normally you're like, you're a pitcher, you don't do bro. that. You're a pitcher. That's what you are. And and they all suck. Like you ever seen the American League pitchers bat? It's fucking terrible. It's Most of them keep their bro. jackets on and stuff. Like, <laughs> like bro, so, like it's a foregone conclusion. You're an out, right? right. Like it's. Uh, and in the National League, where they bat more frequently, you still get like, yeah, that's probably an out. Like, dude, it's most of the time it's yeah. An out. And this guy is uh, you might have to walk him. You know what I mean? Like, dude, he's, he's that top. good. He's he is, I think, other than. Aaron Judge, he has the most home runs, I think, in like the last two years. Dude, could this be the first time this guy capable of getting a triple crown and the Cy Young? Yeah, I mean, why not? Like, right, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, like he's, this, he's capable. Like, I think if he gets that, that just cements him as like greatest baseball player of all time, or one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Because you go, if this guy manages to, because his ERA is also lower, yeah. one of the lowest in the MLB, to your point, and then. I think home runs, he was second to only Aaron Judge or third or something like that. Like, Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to say in the last, I thought I had a note here. Um, he's definitely, I want to say he had like, uh, what is it? Yeah, only player with more home runs over the last two seasons is Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge has like 110 or some shit. I think he has like 86. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's unheard of, man. So, so, so good for him. And I think, and I wonder, does this change? You know, like we're always talking about like the impactful things. Does this change baseball moving forward? Does does being a two way player then become more feasible for kids coming up? Or like, no, nah, man, I don't want to just pitch. I do want to hit. I do want. You know, like I got. You know, does it do that? Hopefully, MLB jumps on this from a marketing perspective. I don't know if he speaks great English, and that's hard to market someone who doesn't speak. Yeah, I've only ever heard him speak Japanese. Yeah, through a translator, I've heard yeah, the thing, yeah. and so like. 
and you you hate to see that, but you're like you need to speak English to sort of break through from a from a marketing standpoint, like right because this guy has potential to just be a global superstar, and you're you know because he's got the he said he's already doing something that's unheard of. Unfortunately, man, I don't know what it is, bro, but baseball produces very few now global superstars. Yep. Like, and it's funny because it's 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 one of the one of the sports where you can see their faces. Yes, you know, there's not a helmet on all the time, and they play it everywhere. You know, like it's not American. It's not you said this is Japanese. Like the only place where baseball is kind of like man, it's probably Europe, right? Like, but they still play it, right. and so uh, you, know, it's just weird that we don't have. You know, like, and we've talked about this on here before. We're like, bro, Mike Trout could walk in the mall here in Orlando, and I promise you, like, nine out of ten people don't know who he is. Like, he could probably I walk. Wonder if, I wonder if that's true, bro. I think Mike Trout could get away with walking down the street here or walking through the mall, and he probably gets stopped significantly less. Like, Mike Trout gets stopped in Anaheim or in St. Louis because they're hardcore baseball fans, or right, by Yankee right, right, or right. New York, you know, no, Yankees, sense. Mads, Boston. Like, yeah, yeah, here in Orlando, yeah. No, here in Orlando? We don't even know the magic. We don't need, yeah. It's only because they're tall. Bro, how many Magic players? I could walk by Magic players now, and I wouldn't know who half of them are, I think. You know, like you said. I've been watching. The tall guys, I'd be like, you You must do something. something." (laughs) (laughs) Yep, you do something. (laughs) Because there's very few, like for us, there's very few dudes that we look up to. So when you do, you're like, you got to be some, bro. (laughs) 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 And we're not even that tall, but we know most of the, like, I don't know if you ever realize this, bro. If you ever get in a crowd, look at how often you're looking down. It's not that much. It, no, you. I'm saying you're looking down a lot. Like, at, oh no, no, sorry. At five, yeah, yeah. There's not, there's not a lot, up, lot, lot you're not people. doing a lot. Yeah. Although, even, man, I have noticed that like my like like my sons and and like their friends. Like, I'm seeing the kids like in high school. Oh, it's all the hormones in the food now. Yeah, bro. these are gonna be great, bro. Yeah, yeah. All the all the bullshit they keep complaining about. Listen, these kids might get some weird shit later on, but they're gonna be massive. <laughs> they're all and the sports big, are gonna bro. be great. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have third eyeballs and like six ears and shit, but man, they're, they're 40 times they're about to be <laughs> torching. All right, man. So shout out to Otani. Yeah, man. I'm um, giving him uh, giving him our carbon footprint of the week. Let me tell you who didn't get the carbon footprint of the week. <laughs> who, who didn't get it, man? Who didn't get it? NHL Sharks goalie, James Reimer. Fuck. This guy. The fact that we're mentioning an NHL <laughs> hockey, but even our podcast is beneath that. <laughs> I had to, man. My son, my son used to play hockey. Now he plays a different form of hockey. It's called lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, this grass hockey. This is like this is it's like they kind of run around on grass. <laughs> same, 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 same concepts. Yeah. Um, this dude, uh, he's placed for the Sharks. Um, he refused to wear this pride themed jersey. During like a pregame warmup, um, and he quoted his Christian beliefs as the reason why um, he didn't want to wear it. Um, this is not new. Um, there's been other players to 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 decline wearing these. I think one of them was on the the Flyers, Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. Uh, and there was a guy on there that 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 refused to 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 wear. Um, the so I I wanted to see like what a what what did the jersey look like. So it had a heart in the center, and it has a shark on it, and then it has the the double hockey sticks kind of crossing each other. Yeah. And then at the at the at the bottom of the hockey stick, it, the the tape like the hockey tape. Yeah. It's a rainbow hockey tape. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't crazy, um, but the Sharks organization came out and said, and I quote, 
Religion and respect are not in conflict with each other. And we are certainly disappointed when religion is used as a reason to not support our community. Wearing pride jerseys like any like any celebration jersey worn is not the personal feelings of the athlete, rather the communication from the team that a community is welcome in the arena and the sport. Right? Yeah. So they have to do that. Of course. But they have to give hear, you the corporate he, hearing this, answer. right. Hearing this, like what's your first reaction to that? Man, I'm I'm conflicted because my first reaction to that is he should be able to wear whatever he wants to wear. I understand it's his employer and then you have certain beliefs and if they go against your moral or ethical, I guess, beliefs, then I get it, but you should also be ready to lose your job for that. So like I will say that. Like you should be if they go like we're going to fire you, you should be ready for that and you should be willing to stand ten toes on that if that's the stance you're going to take. The other part of me immediately goes to and Full disclosure, like I'm not religious at all, right? So I hate when people hide behind religion to sort of excuse what I would deem to be bigotry, right? Like you don't, like I understand, like you don't have to agree because you think religious beliefs, but I do think the whole like same sex thing and uh, and all that stuff, we're going to look back on this the same way we look back on like um, segregation. We're like, oh, you had two different water fountains or you had, you know, like the idea that you would sort of like dislike people because of who they're sort of interested in sexually just sounds asinine to me. And so, like, uh, to me, it's just not the hill I'm willing to die on because I just don't give a fuck what people do with their lives if they're happy. But is it a dislike, though? Because I don't think that the guy was saying like, oh, you know, I, I don't like, you know. He's not preaching like, oh, God hates fags type thing, right? Like, it's not, I don't think he was no, going on that. No, but I do think you're hiding behind this veil that's like the, this, I don't know, this like amorphous cause. Like, you can't even get Christian. Like, you, like Christianity is, uh, first off, there's like different flavors of Christianity, right? Like, it's the only religion that has multiple flavors of it. Like, no Christianity is created equal. And so, like, some Christians are like, no, that's cool. That's fine. That's whatever. And, you know, and they can cite Bible verses that sort of support their stance. And then you get other Christians who are like, no, it's absolutely fucking frowned upon. And like you said, the facts are burning hell. And they'll cite their Bible verses for that stuff. Like, it's just... Like, they can't even agree amongst themselves on, like, what the stance should be. And so, like, I hate when whenever, like, people use religion to sort of... Because you can use religion as a stance of why you're racist. Like, I've seen, you know, there's groups that do that. And so, like, if we start going down the line of, like, which groups do you believe? Like, if someone if someone uses religion as a, as a stance of why they don't maybe serve someone of a different color, is that okay? Like, so then it goes, like, why do you care then what their sexual orientation becomes? Like, I, I just think that, like... It's a slippery you, slope in either direction, but I think it's going to be an antiquated like. Do you think that he didn't want to wear the jersey because he doesn't want them in the arena? Because I don't feel that. No, I you know what I mean. That. Like I don't, I don't think that no. he that, that he cares that they're in the game. I don't think that he cares that necessarily that that they. And again, I'm I'm maybe I'm putting words in this guy's mouth. I don't think that he cares that he necessarily exists. No, I don't he think just, he thinks it that far ahead of like I don't want them in this arena. I just think. When 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 whenever anyone takes a stance of like it's against my religious beliefs, you're saying I don't agree with how these people live their lives, and so like innately you're saying I don't I don't want them in the arena because I or not that I don't want them in the arena, but I sort of like I I don't condone the way you live your life and the way you live your life is being something that is just natural to them, right? Like I, I'd understand if you'd be like, oh, you're robbing banks, but it's like 
No, I don't I don't like who you love. I don't like who you're sexually attracted to. I don't like like that's the part which again, I do believe in their right to to feel that way. Like that's fine. I'd almost rather us have that discourse because I think then we can all make decisions as a society on who you want to sort of associate with or not associate with or even just knowing their stance on that, you go, "Okay, like I can operate in a specific way around them, right?" But then I think then the team is well within there because what if he winds up getting cut? Right, like if this is not a goalie that's very good, or this is like a player who's yeah. like making, no, and then they go, "I eh, just fucking cut him. I don't want to deal with the media backlash of that." Like, then there's an uproar for that. Oh, you cut him because of his religious beliefs? Like, no, nah, like yes and no. Like he chose it to be a religious belief. He just said he didn't want to wear this this shirt, and it, he's an employee. And as an employee, this is a required uniform for that night, and we're asking you to wear it. He chose not to. We didn't fire him because he was religious. We fired him because he chose. You know, like I, I right. just. I don't know, like, and and I'm sure there's other jobs where this comes up. Like, maybe there's length of skirts, and maybe there's like, you know, tattoo things, or maybe there's whatever. I, I don't know, like, maybe there's uniforms that do conflict with religious beliefs and other sectors. But I would think that, you know, like, I, I guess there is a pass for a lot of them, right? Because you, for, from an employment perspective, you can't fire someone for their religious beliefs. But what's yeah, the grounds? Like, like at what point do you yeah, draw wonder, the line? Like, when do you have to provide support? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I, yeah, that, I think that, that's, that's, that's kind of where, where I, yeah, that's what my thing is. And, and that's like, where, where I, do you go? And you go like, look, like, like almost like, look, like my, like my Bible says that I can't do that. Look, and and again, the the Bible, unfortunately, it's been interpreted so many different ways. It's so ambiguous, and it's and it's and it's so up for interpretation for a lot of things. Um, plus, it was a really fucking long time ago and and for you to kind of use principles from you know whatever over two thousand years ago to to now you know it's it's just like well i mean we we had we had slaves a couple hundred years ago so should we have that still now yeah. you know what i mean like it's 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 like listen i i have people that 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 i know that are that are like really religious and some of them believe in this way right where they just go like Eh, like I'm not gonna bother with them, but I don't agree with that lifestyle. Um, I think you know. I, I don't know, man. I guess you have you have to kind of pick your battle. Yeah. And 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 I think this is probably a battle, a, a bad battle for him to pick because, like you said, it's like it's your employer, and and your employer could now if if this guy's good. I don't follow the NHL, um, but I imagine that if he wasn't really a good player, it probably wasn't wouldn't be news. No. Um, so I, I imagine that he's that he's a good player, um, and and so you have that you have that like teeter totter of the of the organization the way they, where they have to go. Well, the guy wins us games, and I think you know the NHL. What's happening is, is I don't know if you've seen. There's been teams that have done this, entire teams that have have advertised a Pride Night, and then day of, most of the players on the team are are choosing not to participate. Oh no, I've not seen that. And so I think this is. I think there have been two teams in the last month that have like they've been advertising a Pride Night, blah blah, blah. and in a day of the team will be like, "Oh, we're choosing not to do this today," blah blah. blah. But then fans are showing up and fucking. Oh, Pride the Night entire shit. team says, yes. "Don't we're not yeah, doing this." Yeah, this has happened to two oh, teams in the NHL. So like, it's already a sport that's probably not very, uh, uh, you know, not welcoming that community with like open arms. And I think maybe it's their attempt of like, no, 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 like, like you know, we're we're. You're trying we to are, be inclusive. Uh, we're inclusive, but then you're doing this on those nights. So it's like, and listen, I, again, like I, I understand this notion of like, you never want people to feel uncomfortable in these scenarios or whatever. But I do think there comes a time where you have to have these conversations where like, 
you know, going back to that, how, like, how do you prove that? Like, how do you, how do you, like, just hiding any type of like disdain? I think for a group of people or a a, a lack of acceptance for people who aren't hurting, you know, other groups uh, behind religion just becomes a slippery slope because, like, I can I can use that as an excuse for everything to dislike anybody, right? And so, like, it's just a, a slippery slope. And it's funny; it's the only thing that we sort of give wiggle room to, right? Is like the religion thing because I know there's, you know, like there's religious. Um, sort of exceptions for like the COVID vaccines when employers are making you do that. And there's right, religious right, exceptions right. for like, um, you know, like bro, if your fam- if you're, if your company's throwing a Christmas party and you're a Jehovah's witness, it's a holiday party, bro, it's a holiday party. But even then, if you're a Jehovah's witness, you won't Can't, attend. Right. Right. Like if you're a Jewish person, you're probably like, okay, you got to call it the holiday party and I'll go. Right. But if you're a Jehovah's witness, it's like, nah, we don't party at all, bro. Like, right. so yeah. And cause they figured out, but Jehovah's witnesses, genius bro they everybody calls jews cheap jehovah's witnesses figured out a way to embed it into the religion <laughs> they're like nah they don't do birthday we, parties you know, birthday parties Christmas. nothing they might be the cheapest people on earth forget like everyone gives a jewish crowd like oh there's that nah nah jehovah's witnesses embedded it into the religion that shit is genius so, so i'll be jehovah's witnesses around every holiday i'll be like nah nah i'm, I'm exploring my religious my spiritual side this month <laughs> but yeah yeah dude that this is I don't know, man. I, again, like, cause I res- I respect his rights to to feel and believe that way. But then I also wonder, like, at what point are you the the white guy asking for a different water fountain for colored people? Like, I, I almost look at it as that extreme. Like, you're gonna be that guy. Dude, like, history is not gonna be kind to you. I hope that soon, and I don't mean soon like this year or next year, but I hope soon in the in the near future, like, the need. Because I, because I, I, I believe that having like Pride months, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's for the, uh, it's to sort of include everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So like I'm, I'm having a Pride month for you know for for um, the LGBTQ community. I'm having a Pride month for uh, you know I have like a like a Black History Month and I have Hispanic Month and I got right. I go. We have all these months and it's almost like oh we're gonna sort of all celebrate each other. Hopefully, man, one day in the future, we could just kind of all see each other as fucking human and not as these separate groups that maybe that need to be celebrated for a month. Yeah, I think I think you don't want the need to celebrate people for a month and then it just becomes sort of a celebration of of people's cultures and, and their diversity and all that stuff like you, you know, the the. Like you said, like the the reasoning behind these things now are sort of like to bring awareness or inclusivity. It's like right. you hope for a time where you don't need to feel like you need to have inclusivity, exactly. but you are celebrating sort of like these cultures and these like things. Like you know, it's funny. Like one of the things that irks me now is like when people be like, "I don't see color." I'm like, "No, nah, you should," because like you should see color. You shouldn't be bothered by the color. You right. shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't like sort of dictate how you operate. But you should see color. You should see a brown or a black or a white or whatever, because like this is what makes us us. Right. Like it's like we are unique in our you know, if you're black, if you're brown, you do have different yeah, things culturally. Yeah, different. And, uh, yep. yeah. And so you do want to like you, you, you know, like this human condition has these experiences that are sort of fed by your culture and your surroundings and your environment. And not for nothing, man, a, 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 a black person that was raised in, 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 in America and there's different even facets of, of America, right? 
But you say an American black man versus a Caribbean black man versus an African black man versus a European black man. Like even those like those are different cultures those are very different. And so I think you should see that because you should acknowledge that and sort of try to appreciate that or learn from that. or right? Because like I, I love listen, black or white or brown or whatever. Like if I meet you know, like a white person from the deep South and, and, you know, they're twangy and they're talking about their foods and they're thinking that like, I'm interested, right? Like I wanted to hear like, you know, that person may not think that I should be using the same water fountain, but I do find it fascinating, like culturally, like they're, so I do see white, right? Like, and then, you know, like you said, if you're a black person from the Caribbean versus a black person from America versus you're a black person, you know, like maybe from the deep South or whatever, like they're different things culturally that I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I want to learn about that. I, like, like, show me that. Like, right. So I, I do think we should see that. But like you said, like, I hope that there's a time where we don't need to have right. these things and, you know, so, so people come to light. Yeah, that's my hope. Man. Listen, we're better than Uganda, bro. What's because the fact What's that the, there is even a pride night of being considered here, yeah, yeah, <laughs> perfect segue. Because uh, do Uganda passed a law this week that makes it illegal to identify as LGBTQ anything? It is illegal yeah. to identify as that, and if you are caught having any type of like gay, uh, you know, if you identify like on social media, or whatever, uh, or showing anything, any gay type behaviors, what they call with that, do you're 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 punishable for prison time or even death. Yeah, can hang you for being gay or displaying. Dude, like, I wonder. Public. Did you read? Like, is that based around religion? Is it based around the culture? Just is the culture? it just like because? And here's the thing: is like, I, listen, I don't know shit about Ugandan politics, right? But what struck me was. You know, is, is their population declining? I, yeah, maybe they're like, yo, y'all need to be fucking for babies. You fucking just a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to be catching babies, not AIDS. What's going on? <laughs> oh, shit. But the, what struck me, I think, was the, <laughs> I'm going to hell. <laughs> what struck me was the reaction from the uh, parliament, whatever the fuck you call it. I think it's parliament in Uganda. Like, the reaction to the vote like so here in america right obviously we have politicians that go rogue and sort of uh, i shouldn't say rogue but they have their beliefs and then they have like their subset of people that believe that way and then there's a vote or whatever like and so you might have some wild shit but it doesn't make it far right because the majority of the congress and senate doesn't think that way right but you'll have that one guy who's like you know I, whatever i want to smash babies whatever it is like and when i saw this vote their entire parliament's like clapping and celebrating it so it isn't. Oh, wow. So it wasn't like a subset of people who were like. So we do they do this. have? Okay. So is there? So for the Ugandan people, this might be cool. I was going to say, like, is it? So does this go out to the people for a vote? Like, what is their government? Like you said, parliament. So I kind of think over to the UK, which is, you know, they don't really have a president, but they have like the the like the head of the. What, what do you call it? the prime minister? The prime minister, yeah. And then you have, but the prime minister can't can't like go rogue. Like he has to be. He's sort of just the leader of the parliament. No, it just says Ugandan's parliament has passed sweeping anti-gay legislation that proposes new penalties for same-sex relationships and criminalizes anyone identifying as LGBTQ. Wow. And there's so like... Now I wonder, do they have a mass exodus out of there? And then, and then where do those folks go? And then can you? 
Right? Can you? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. because it's, it's. I mean, I guess you could, right? But some, some, you could, you could immigrate to whatever country makes it easy. Yeah, and I would imagine that being there, that they have a parliament. That, that, you know, it's not like a communist country where perhaps you can't leave. Yeah, and listen, they're not, they're, they're not the first country to do something like this, or even where this is a possibility. Like I know people in Singapore. Like I, I'm pretty sure. You oh, can't really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like plenty of countries in the world that do that. I, I guess like my point is, is like, you know, we get stuck, I think as Americans sort of, I don't want to say complaining because I, I do understand, you know, the, this fight for like equality, but I do think what gets lost in that message is like sort of the layers that we try to take it to as, you know, like whiny sort of almost entitled free Americans is like, we we don't know how like you can't have nice things it's like because you give us the 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 arm you know we want the you know you give us give the hand we want the whole arm, arm. Yep. like and then you and I look on this other side of the world and I'm like bro there's people an eight hour flight away who are like literally could get murdered for you know like licking the same genitals they have like it's just right it, it it's just crazy but it's also like a sort of a, a reminder of like fuck how lucky are we to be born where we were born or live where we live we got it pretty just, good here bro yeah man it's we do. so I mean, we're, not, we're not we're not perfect and and we never will be because there'll always be the no. next the next fight and there's right? always right there's always the next fight there's always the progress to be made there's always that but i think it, there is a, a certain perspective that we should have in terms of like <clears throat> we're we're pretty lucky and i don't know i, I don't want to say should we be directing our attention to, to more meaningful things but like I don't know, man. Should should we take a step back sometimes and sort of appreciate the progress we've made, and then go? Uh, I, I don't know. How do you bring synergy together to like 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 put that energy towards things that move? I don't know humanity forward. And and maybe this is it, right? Maybe having a Pride Night at an NHL game is a humanity forward thing. Maybe maybe the whole point of that is that there we want to get all the way to a certain point where we do set an example for the rest of the world. Like I don't know the answer to that. You but. know what's funny, man? As you say that. I was thinking about the whole like the the slogan of "Make America Great Again," mm-hmm. and you go, "Okay, so are we going backwards? Like, is making it great again meaning that we were great at one time and then we want to go back to how it was?" Well, I think that was and the issue that, with what, that slogan. Right? right, that's why it was then, so divisive. Right, because but it was I think like, he's again. still with that. He kind of still with that slogan. Oh, like, absolutely. He's. But I think that's a problem with right to your point. It's 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 like going back, and I think for a, a lot of groups in America, it doesn't just have to be blacks or Latinos or no, 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 no. gays. Any, any. It's just like a lot of groups. It's like shit didn't used to be that good so what do you mean again like, right. like what time like are when? you talking about are you talking about we're talking about, about 92 yeah yeah yeah. or 52 or 52 <laughs> right yeah you talk about 02 right, or, right you know what i mean like it's just like because if you're like yeah 02 post 9 11 like we were fucking we, was, uh, we, we were, were together we, we were together we were yeah. thing like i'm like all right i get it but if you're talking about to your point you're talking about 52 because then that's a problem because 52 bro like i was working for you Against my will, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like, or, or, or seventeen fifty two, I was right. But it's like, yeah, I I think that's the issue with that slogan. Is like it was so divisive because it's like, what do you mean again? Like for a lot of people, it was like, bro, what are you talking about life is good now, dude. How many how many gay friends or family members or you know like people that you know of now, maybe colleagues that you're like, who are maybe in their fifties and they're like, yeah, fuck, I couldn't be openly gay till I was like thirty five. And you're just like, holy shit, man. Like, you know, like these kids now, like you're, you know, like you see now like high schoolers who are extremely open and and thing. And you just go. And I, and it's funny, man. I'll remember like talking to guys all the time or or girls who would be like, yeah, fuck. I didn't come out till I was in my thirties or forties or whatever. I'm right thinking back to high school now. And I I did, I did high school here in Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember any gay couples in high school. Did you have any? 
none come to mind, man. I think I'm, I, I might have had one and it might have been girls. And so we're perverts as high schoolers. So we're like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but those two guys but over those there. those two guys over there, they gross. <laughs> but you know, no, I don't think so. I did know of guys that you're like, nah, you're gay. You don't know it yet. Dude, or, I, yeah. So I remember growing up, I grew up in, in, in like, up until high school, I was in New York. And um, there was a there was a kid that was a little older than me, um, but growing up, like he would hang with the girls, and he knew how to jump double dutch, and the, his mannerisms and his yo that shit matters, right? <laughs> <laughs> that shit should be the entry fee. <laughs> like, mom, dad, I think I'm gay. Nah, nah, nah. Commit this double dutch right quick. We go. <laughs> we gonna test you. We go. <laughs> But his mannerisms and the way that he spoke was very uh, sort of flamboyant yeah. and very like... Like the stereotypical, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and, and we were kids, man. And I just... It was funny, man, because I, I remember... I don't remember ever thinking that so-and-so was gay. I was just like, oh, like so-and-so likes to hang out with the girls. Like, so, so then he, since he hangs out with them, he kind of talks like them and he has the mannerisms because he likes to hang out with them. That was me as a kid thinking that this is because this guy, you know, I liked him just like everybody else. I mean, yeah. like he was a cool was guy. Cool, yeah. yeah, he was cool. He just hung out with the girls. Dude, for as long as I can remember, it's funny because I, I, I can't think of, you said like couples in high school, right? And I graduated from high school in 04. So early 2000s in high school. Well, I can't think of couples. I can't ever think of a time where like gay anyone was gay and it bothered me or it was culturally unacceptable. Like I, I, I mean, in terms of like my, my, my group, like my clique, right? Like my, my peers, I should say, like, like I, for as long as I can remember, I was always like, yeah, all right, bro. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or it'll be like, if I was friends with a dude and people be like, yeah, man, I heard he's whatever. I'm like, no, you cool hang, bro. Like, I don't care. Like, uh, it never deterred me or I never really thought twice about it. Like after that, like I just, I've always kind of just been, and it has to be part of that era, right? I don't remember even going to school with people. Like, listen, there is definitely, and I think it's more of a cultural thing. There's definitely a machismo that comes with like the Latin community. Oh, absolutely. That was like anti-gay, but like, I don't even remember. Like in my family, man, like I, 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 we had family members that were gay growing up. Everybody made fun of him, but it was like he was openly gay. Everybody openly like just made fun of the fact that he was yeah, gay. And stuff. he still hung around. And he still hung around because you know Latinos like we'll fucking we'll destroy you. We'll bully the shit out of you, like, <laughs> dude. For anything, if, if, oh if, if you're God, fat, bro, right? If you're skinny, you can't bully a Latino <laughs> kid, bro. <laughs> By the t- listen, by the time I think I've said this shit on here before, by the time you've made it to school, we've taken your biggest insecurity and we made it your nickname. So like, <laughs> it's like, right, like Flaca, yeah, Flaca, Gordo, Gorda, yeah, bro, fuck, oh my god, bro, una pierna, we'd be like, <laughs> be fucking, we just be, we take your biggest insecurity, so you never hear a Latin kid complain about bullying. It's like, bro, your closest family members, the people who allegedly love you, would have roasted you. <laughs> To death. But bro, my uncles call me pendejo so much, I thought that shit was my name. <laughs> like, like for the longest time, bro. I was like, holy shit, man. Oh man, that's funny as fuck. I don't even know how I'm like, what did fuck, we what did we start with this? I don't know, bro. But yeah, listen, man. Shout out to America. <laughs> Except for the hockey player. <laughs> Wear NHL, jersey. Get your shit together. <laughs> get your shit together, bro. <laughs> oh man. Dude, talk to me about this uh this Sony patent. Yo, dude, this shit is is cool, man. I know we talked a lot about NFTs on here. And um 
Actually, we haven't for a while. We haven't in a while, but like when it first came out, I remember we were talking about like the <clears throat> practical applications, right? Like everybody sees NFTs now, and all they see is like the artwork thing and yeah. the memes and, and all that's that kind of how it started. And it's how it started with right. buying fucking was it the the, the ape the ape banana the board ape and, and all fucking, that yeah. yeah yeah and it was like super fruitful for some people and all that and it's all kind of sort of like settled down now and it's yeah. sort of crashed kinda, and burned a little crashed, bit yeah. yeah but Sony just took out a patent to use NFTs um for their video games so. In terms of like buying the software, so it's a patent for NFT use, and it's a transfer and sales of games. So you'll be able to take this and essentially. <clears throat> so the NFT, you know, for people who don't know, like like I guess high level is like you get a digital asset, but it's like a contract, and you get the rights to that asset, and that's created in this uh, like it's digital, so you can't like fudge it. You can't. It, it's a non fungible token, or so. That's what, yeah, that's what it's yeah, literally that. So it's like. You can't fake it. You can't. So when we started talking about this, we started saying like, man, what does this replace? Like contracts, like, you mm -hmm. know, your house deeds, your your title companies, your, you know, we were talking about like movies and all this stuff, tickets to events, all this stuff. Like it wasn't going to be the board Ape stuff and all that, that NFT was going to come to life. It was going to be shit like this. It was going to be banking. It's going to be that kind of stuff that's going to make it, first off, instantaneous to transfer, but also proof of ownership and proof of forever. authenticity forever. Yes. And so Sony doing this is like the first step in that direction. This tells me that they're saying you buy a video game, you get an NFT, you own the rights to that game. Someone doesn't have that NFT. And I'm assuming it's like a one ownership transfer, cannot use that piece of content. And maybe they'll allow you to transfer it. But now that person owns that NFT and that content and you can't play it or use it or whatever, anymore, have rights right. to it anymore if you transfer it to that person. But also you're buying that token. This is going to impact sort of like bootlegging movies, bootlegging games, bootlegging music, bootlegging that kind of stuff because you're going to go, you're going to have this NFT where it, the transfer of that sort of digital contract gives you exclusive rights and ownership. And I don't know how easy it is to like duplicate that or will it even work? Or And that'll you know. be the thing, right? So you that, that, that'll be sort of the, the pirate thing we're probably never going to stop. No, because people are going to figure out a workaround for right. sure. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. So that, that'll still pirate stuff, but... But to have the authentic piece, like if, if, if they make, I don't know, if they make a hundred of something like, and you own number two of a hundred, like you'll own it in perpetuity. And it's and because it's on the blockchain, like it knows that Juan Lorenzo owns that piece. And then so and then, and then you could even sell it with like. Can you even sell it like with a. Uh, like stipulations of just like okay, well, I can sell it. I get paid on it forever, and I get paid on it forever, yeah. right? Like there's there's all kind of it's it, yeah. I want a royalty so on that ways. album sale and perpetuity, yes. and this changes like gaming. You know, to that point, I'm glad you brought that up because like for gaming on the used gaming market, right? Like we know that like GameStop is a big reseller mm -hmm. of you buy trade sell games, but now you have an NFT. If I buy a game and I decide to maybe sell it forward for or transfer it, right, and somebody pays me. But to that point, Sony can be the original owner. It knows that there was a transfer done for that for that and NFT. They get, cut. they get a cut from that. They, yeah. You know, like it's gonna, it changes everything. And you know, we we talked about this. We we're talking about NFTs, and then so like, the, hey, so does GameStop go away, or places like that? Yeah. Eventually. Well, what happens is GameStop has to change its model, which I think they're already right. sort of doing, is because like, they don't, realize don't be blockbuster. No one buys. Yeah, no one buys physical games anymore, right? Very few people do in terms of like this generation. So. GameStop has moved to like you have to sell collectibles and you have to sell gift cards and you have to sell digital currency and maybe you sell so 
and, and it's funny you mentioned GameStop. They just posted their their um I think for them it's Q two, but you know, for calendar year it's Q one. The their earnings, uh, they had their first quarter profitable quarter in over two years. Oh wow! Yeah, so they. And I didn't get a chance to read into why, but uh, basically their investor call was like they they came out in the green like by close to fifty million dollars, but they had been taking losses because GameStop was just hemorrhaging money because their business model was like buy and sell used games. They've made this shift, and two years ago they got the big rise from the whole um, meme, the, Reddit. Co- the 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 Reddit and, yep. the, and the 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 meme sort of run and all that yeah. stuff, the Wall Street bet stuff and all that. But anyway, they um. So they've shifted. So yeah, I think people like GameStop have to make a shift and figure out how do you monetize that space, and then what else do you sell? Do you just become a seller of accessories, or you become a seller of, um, you know, collectibles and accessories and uh, PCs or just consoles? Because we know they don't make really make money off consoles, and so you have to figure out a way to to do that. So I think it'll be a shift in business models for a lot of industries. But also, again, this is like. This was the whole thing where we're going, listen, NFTs are going to be more than just the art. Because I remember talking to people and they're like, but what, I get this picture? It's not even, it's pixelated. Right, it's this, right. or it's that. It's like, no, no, no. Like, this is the proof of concept. Like, you don't understand. There's going to, this is going to change your banking one day. This is going to change your, like, your 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 house, like your deed to your house. Or you, you hear these stories of people, like, having a physical deed and can't find it or whatever. And there's like. Yeah, not only that, man, you had to hire, like, a, almost like a middle Title person. company. Title company, that's it. You get rid of title companies by doing this, yeah. right? Because the title company's whole purpose is, like, that you get the title insurance. It's like they're almost guaranteeing that nobody else owns this house. Right. And all this is like, you don't need it anymore. If you have the blockchain, you have the trail of who owns the house. Yep. And so you can see the previous owner who had the previous owner pass it to him, pass it to you. And so you're going to make certain industries obsolete. Yep. But there's gonna be others born from this, right? So, yeah, man, I I saw that this weekend. I'm like, all right, so so they're taking a patent out, which also then means for Sony, they get a pat, they get probably a royalty or licensing fee on this in perpetuity from other people who sort of use it in they the use same it. manner. That's and this is funny, man. This is how a lot of people build wealth. It's like you know, some people think of an idea of an invention, they may not even execute on it, but whoever does has to pay them because the idea came from them. And so you know, like it's. It's genius, and and I'm yeah, sure Sony nuts, will man. execute on it too. But but it's interesting, man, that you say that because like the uh, when NFTs got really hot, like you said, it was the pixelated images, and 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 people didn't really understand it and whatever. And we talked about this on the show early on of of the practical application for NFTs. And bro, it got me thinking like like what are the other things that are gonna be like like so like the 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 maybe the some of the little pixelated images and whatever, maybe that shit goes away, right? And it's this short period of time to where now we're starting to realize what NFTs possibilities are. And so the shit that we were buying maybe two years ago may be obsolete. It's oh, like, yeah. what are the other things that, that are that are like, you know, years on the line that you're going to go, holy shit, like this thing took off and became this other thing. I saw. I heard this uh, this this clip this week, and and it got me thinking. Just thinking about sort of the future and 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 our kids. And you know, we always talk about our kids on here. Um, and it was the guy that wrote the book, uh, uh, Rich Rich Dad Poor Dad. What's oh, his? uh, 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 Robert Kiyosaki. Kiyosaki. I don't. I don't know. It's like Robert Kiyosaki. But he said that his rich dad told him, the moment you get a paycheck. It puts you in a, like a slave mindset. Yeah, Robert Kiyosaki. Okay. So the moment you get a paycheck, 
it puts you like in a slave mindset because you you become dependent on this thing that you know is coming, you know, every week or every two weeks. And then you build you kind of build your life around um, around this this box almost right? you say, like, I have this 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 certain amount of money. And then so I'm going to live on that. And hopefully, you know, maybe I get some overtime or maybe I get a second job. But essentially, it's the it's the slave to the paycheck. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you never pay, make a paycheck and you go, I'm just going to figure out how to make money. I'm going to learn about money and figure out how to make money. Then you kind of stay hungry to make make your next money, not the next paycheck. Correct. So tying this all together, I had a conversation with my kids this past week because they're, they're, they're turning 16 tomorrow. Uh, happy birthday, my boys. Oof, happy birthday, bro. Um, so we talked about cars and they're going to be getting cars and, and car insurance and, and what that costs. And I, and I was telling them before, I'm just like, you know, like you need to get a job because I'm not going to be paying like for your car and your insurance and giving you gas money and money to go out. Like you need to, you need to have an income. But after hearing this, man, I'm going, fuck, man, am I perpetuating this cycle that, that most of us are in, in accepting a paycheck? You know, we talked about this about a week or two ago where I had my family together and I always tell my boys like, yo, watch people and listen to what they're saying because some people are like really happy in what they're doing in life but most people aren't and they're yeah, just listen to the complaints yes and, uh, yeah, yeah and 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 they're just staying in jobs and shit that they hate because it's giving them a paycheck and so i'm i'm almost going back to like fuck man like i just told them yo you need to get a job and was that the right thing to do or is it or should i take a step back and go Yo, you know what? Don't get a paycheck. Instead, figure out how to make money. Figure out money and how to make money, even if you start small. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I totally hear it because it, right, like, like in, in your unintended consequence of that is that you are going to sort of like add another cog to the wheel, um, because they're just gonna go job, figure out this so I can pay for my car, pay for my gas, and like you said, it's it's a they feed you like a little bit of the drug, and then it just becomes you become it. dependent right. on it, and then and you make a little bit more, and maybe you get to a maybe you get to a place where you're making what society would deem to be good money, right? Yeah. But then as you as your as your salaries increase, then it's like okay, so maybe you get a better house or a better car, right? And then so you just become slave to a slave to, to that those paycheck. to yeah. that paycheck. Because now you have to pay for that house, you have to That's pay for that right. car, you have to pay for that clothes you have to pay for that like whatever lifestyle you started to cultivate from that job you need that job or something equal to it to sort of sustain that yep um yeah it's funny man you say that because i've been in this in this like space now where i'm like like i have a, a teenage daughter and you know my son isn't that far behind and like thinking about like what i did as a teen and doing that and i did what you're telling your kids to do i went and got a job as a teenager yeah, and, me too. And, and and all that and so like it's funny, man. I, I don't have, and I shouldn't say it's a regret because it's not necessarily a regret. But if I could do it all over again, I think one of the things I wish I would have done, I, I wish I wouldn't have worked that young, that quickly. I think if I could, you know, like I always tell, like, hey, if you can talk to, like, you know, you know, fifteen-year-old you, you right? what would you say, right? And I would just go, you have the rest of your life to make money, and then you have the rest of figure out how to make money, like you said, on your own. But then also, there are moments in life that you get in those teenage years that you get in high school and all that. 
that you can't go back and recreate and do. And so like I think about what those jobs kept me from doing, and it might have been sports. It might have been clubs at school. It might have been outings with friends. It might have been, you know, like then for me, what it did was it kept me from doing the traditional college route because I went, well, I got to work. I got to do all this stuff. I didn't want to go live in a dorm and do that because I wanted to make money and right. I wanted you don't to wanna, You want to lose the money I that you're making. Exactly. And so and I'm going Hey, stupid. Like now I'm looking at it going, I had the rest of my life to 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 do this now. Right. I had that window there till about twenty-two to experience that, like to experience high school, then experience college, and then do that. And I can't do that again. And so like when I'm thinking about my daughter, I'm thinking about I don't want her to work, man. It's funny. It's like I don't want her I so I, I what I struggle with is I want to teach her to sort of appreciate and understand that these things come as a result of hard work and a result of earning it and a result of figuring, you know, whatever out. But, you know, and it's also like, how do you do that when you're handling like I'm hand, I'm handing this stuff over to her. Right. So, like, how do how do I find that balance between I, I think what you can give your kids, man, is like people always talk about like, I want to give kids something I didn't have. Right. And I think about like, I think about my childhood and stuff like that. And I, and you were probably the same. Like, I never think I had a, I've never thought of my childhood as bad. I think I had a great childhood. I think I had a great upbringing. I think I, like, I would have never sort of looked at my, uh, at my upbringing and been like, I didn't have X, Y, Z. So I want to give my kids that. I've never thought about it from that perspective. What I have thought about is that I want to give my kids opportunities that I didn't have. And I was given a lot. Yeah. But I want to give them more, right? Like, I want to give them then the opportunity to what happens if you don't have to work that job and you do get like all this time to think about what you want to do or maybe try stuff. Maybe it's a club. Maybe it's an internship. Maybe it's like just try things. Just do things like you don't have to worry about gas in that car. Where does that lead? And so they have to play their part. And like they're not just sitting around living off you. Right. And it's like, how do you teach kids that? How do you teach them to not right. be entitled? How do you, and all right. That? How do you give them all that stuff and then them not be entitled? Yeah. Right. Because there's going to come a point where you're going to go, all right, man, like now you're 22. So like, what's up? And maybe the incentive is like good grades, right? Like maybe the incentive, like we were talking before about like, you're, you're like, you're, you're trying to incentivize like your son to, for like good grades. Like, how do you find that? Maybe the incentive is, hey, like you don't have to, I just need you to get good grades or whatever and I will pay for X, Y, Z. That is your job, quote unquote. Right. That's the trade off so that you, so that I do provide you with this stuff. Cause I don't want, just want to give it to you. Um, and I've been lucky so far. Like my daughter's still young, but I feel like I, I, I do get them now saying, Hey, how do I earn this? How do I get this? Because I also don't do like the whole, like, I, I don't do an allowance thing. And I know like, and I don't really have a stance either way. I, I, I like the allowance. Thing, I just haven't gotten into yet because I'm just like, just ask me for what you want and then we'll figure it out from there. Right. And normally I can go like, all right, if you do X, Y, Z, blah, blah. But the idea that I'm just going to give you X amount of money every week for like nothing, like just because you, I told you I was going to give you that this week. It's like, eh, I'd rather yeah, you yeah. just no, go. We don't do it either, man. Yeah. It's, I'd rather we you tried go, it like, for a little while, man. And then I was like, nah, nah. I just go, what do you want? And then like, you know, like even with my son now, we've we've done this chart thing where it's like, hey, here's the things you need to do every week. And then these are the things you need to cross out. If you do all these things and you'll earn X amount, you know, whatever, like a point system almost, and then you can buy whatever you want. or tell. Yeah. And so my daughter's the same way. My daughter's like, I, I really want to buy this game or I want to buy this outfit or whatever. And it's just like, what can I do? It's like, it might be something as simple as things around the house. It might be like, you know, help with your brother. It might be like whatever, like doing things. But I think... I, I like the idea that she's not just like give this to me. That she's just like okay, how do I 
earn that. And we'll see how long that sticks. But I do like the fact that I they've never been like, buy this for me. It's, you know, they're starting to get into that, like, hey, how can I get this? And oh, so I'm like, good. okay, at least something's registering there. Right, right, and sometimes right. it's something super asinine. Like, it might be something that I know they're going to do anyway. And I might be like, hey, I need you to do the X, Y, Z. But I think just instilling the idea to them that, oh, it's coming because I'm, because I, I am earning it. They're not just, I can't just go yeah. to dad and be like, and maybe that. that, maybe that morphs into when they're adults into like, maybe the, the conversation that they have in their head when they want to get something is not, oh, I can't afford it. It's more of how can how I afford can I afford it? Yeah, and it's funny, man. I not too not I probably not more or not as much as I should or want to, but I have like you know me like I'll flip shit all the time. Also, like I might buy something I have and I'm like oh it might be the coolest thing I have for now, and like a year from now I might be sick of it. And I'm like I'm oh, fuck it. I'll I'll figure out a way to get like some of my money back for it at least, right? And I've figured out a way to do that with them, whether it's like Lego sets or whatever. I'll be like, hey man, keep the box, keep this in good condition, take care of it, da 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 da, and then just showing them like. We're going to post this online. We're going to sell it. And I think even them seeing like, oh, shit, you got 20 bucks for that. We paid 40 for it a year ago. Like, it's like right. you can, and you use it for a year and you got 20 bucks for it later. Like, just even something small like that, just trying to instill in them like, hey, we can sell this. Hey, this we can donate. Hey, this we can do. You know, like uh, uh, trying to figure that part out. Because, man, I, I you know, when you're talking about like I push them to work. It's funny because I've had the total opposite of like, yo, how do I keep my kids from doing that? Like right now, like how do I? How do I, it's funny, I'm thinking about how do I figure out a way that I work harder that I'm like, I'll pay for your car, I'll pay for this, I'll pay for that. But then where I, where I rack my brain around is like, what do I need from you in return? So that this right. isn't a it's gift. Not or, a, right. And, or, that, and that's why I struggle with, man, where I go like, I, am, am I, am I, because there's certain times where, 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 where our kids will do something and, I, and, and I'll be thinking in my head like, fuck, man, they don't get it. No. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it's an entitlement. And I'm like, fuck, did, you know, did I do too much? Or or were we too lenient? Or did we not stay on them? Did we not push them hard enough? You know, I struggle with all of that. And it's just like, I don't, I still don't know what the right answer is. No, me neither. And I, I really don't know what the right answer is, man. I, I just, I, what I keep telling myself is like, how do I give them the opportunity? Like opportunity. Like how do I, how do I give them like, if you don't have to think about a job, do you, do you take that internship? Do you, you know, there's certain um, majors where like in nursing, even where you go, you have to go X amount of time without working and you, because you have to do clinicals and right. all this stuff. It's like, or, you know, if you have a kid who goes to, to, to med school, it's like, you know, and they have to go through through like their clinicals and do all that stuff. It's like, man, how do I give this kid the opportunity to like, no, you can live with me or I'll pay for your apartment or whatever. Like, do that. Like, finish that. If that's your passion, like, go do that. Figure that out. And it's like, I think that's what I think about the most. Like, man, I don't even care if my kids want to draw pictures on the sidewalk. It's like, how do I give you the opportunity to put yourself in a position to do that? Like, does that mean that you got a chance to go out on weeknights and a weekday and go draw on a random sidewalk or whatever and then get paid for it. Like, cool, because you didn't have to go work at Chipotle that night. Like, I, maybe that's it. Like, I But don't it know. sounds like you want like you want to see your kids get passionate about something. Yes, and I, and I think right? that's a trade-off. For me, it's going, I need you to be trying shit. I don't care if you change it every couple months. Right. I, but I need you to be doing shit. Like, I'm not going to support this if you're just sitting at home and you're not doing anything and you're unmotivated or unambitious or whatever. Like, right. I'm going to give you the opportunity. What are you going to go do with it? Right. Because I think that's I think for me, what I wish is that I would have I would have um, sort of like taken the time as a teen and went, I have the rest of my life to go make money. I have the rest. Of, and listen, I like it's paid off for me in different ways. And so, you know, like I'm grateful for those things. But I also go, would this stuff still have happened anyway? If I would have just taken like this five to seven, eight year period to just 
like be a person. Like I even think about like hobbies or friendships or what I like how many that I miss out on because I was working like, dude, I think about I worked in high school as a senior Monday through Saturday at I worked a night job every Monday through uh, Monday to Friday. And then I worked Saturday, Sunday at a different job. And I did that. Oh, wow. And I did that like junior and senior year. That's, I, a, that's a lot for high school. Dude, I worked at a UPS and I worked at Disney. And so like I think about what did I miss during that time? I missed like forging relationships, like like friends and 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 you know, like I went to prom, but I didn't do homecoming and I didn't do I didn't do Friday night games at at, at the high school. I didn't do I didn't keep playing sports. I didn't like it's like what did I miss out on? I'll never know. And I think those are the things that are gonna bother me. Like I didn't at, like what opportunities. And I, I don't think you let it bother you, man, because I think that you probably forged other relationships and you know through work. For sure, you know, there's definitely maybe maybe you could point back to 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 things that that were sort of traditional in high school that maybe you missed out on, um, but as far as like relationships with people, you just had different relationships, mm-hmm. and you probably got a different perspective because you work with people that were older than you, and you probably saw things that you go like, uh, yeah, don't want to do that or don't want to be that because because I did that shit too, man. I was working at a, at a job in my in my twenties where I was looking at guys. And I and I was like, fuck, man, like, I don't want to I don't want to be that age and be doing that role at that age. Yeah, I did that but too. I could but I could see I and I totally understood how those guys because we were making decent money. And I, but and I was like, so I could see how you could almost get trapped. Oh, absolutely. In that. Yeah. And so so so, you know, I, I think you probably had different. And I know that some of those relationships that you had back then led you to other opportunities no for sure like i i i think for me like i'm super grateful about where i wound up in the relationship that i did forge because it it you know like it, it paid off long term but I, but i think the part of me that wonders is like would i have had those anyway maybe maybe not yeah, like maybe. like would i have been able to make those relationships at 22 23 24 and spent you know 16 to 22 like actually doing other things and not stressed about trying to make money or not stressed about making a car payment or not stressed about like, you know, you know, I was lucky enough that a lot of my employers pay for college, but like when they didn't, I had to pay for it, you know? So it's like trying to figure that out. Like, should I have put more time into trying to get a scholarship? Like shit like that is just like, I, 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 I think the only reason I look at that time and I go that I would have changed it is because it is such it is it can only happen in that time frame. Right. It's not like once you're past like 22, 23 and you live, you know, you to 80, all that shit in between. You can do it in whatever order. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I can't go play high school ball at 27. You know what I mean? Right. I can't go to prom or homecoming or, you know, hang out with my friends on a Friday night eating, you know, ice cream down in the mall and, and playing at the arcade or whatever. Like I can't recreate that memory at 27 yeah i can go make money and then forge relationships and go to a work outing and do all that stuff you know from there till i'm 70 years old yeah man no point taken all right how we doing on time the word hour 10 already into this thing all right man you want to close up on anything but you let's see man we have anything uh i think we're checking out yeah this because this week was crazy I feel like we're. I'm gonna save some of this AI stuff for. Oh, the gym heads, bro. You, you were talking about doing the gym before. Was that before we got on air? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were talking before. about before on air, yep. bro. Have you seen this this little trend here where these gym heads are? Uh, uh, they want gains, man. You know, a big thing in gym. You lift. You want to get major gains, and uh, so they're they're adding something to their diet, which is essentially like you just you just want to get you want to get, get bigger, stronger, get yeah. and whatever you call it, man. They they want to get uh. They want to get big, man. They want to see their results. So 
and obviously diet is a big part of the yeah, gains. Yeah, yeah. So uh, these gym bros are uh, resorting to dog food due to its high protein content as a way to build muscle. Have you ever? So I have a <laughs> one of my. You, buy, <laughs> you tell me one you of tried my, that shit. No, I've never tried it, man. But one of my sons, he always goes. He smells the dog food. Yeah, and it, and, it, and we don't get nothing crazy. We get like imes. Okay. He smells it and he's like, God, that smells so good. And I and I always tell him, like, try it. And he tried it one time. <laughs> yeah. And he just said, Oh, it's really salty. Huh. But let me tell you something. I mean, it is supposed to be I don't give like, a f- it ain't there ain't that much fucking protein in there, man. <laughs> get you some eggs, some chicken, some tuna, go get a protein shake. Like dog food, bro? N- nah. Is that so I mean, like, is there something special about the dog food that is that is like conducive to to growth in the gym other than protein no it just says yeah it says and and it does say that it's potentially harmful well no shit obviously it's not, for human it's consumption. not designed for human <laughs> consumption but yeah it just says because of the high it says people on tiktok notice that the high protein content in dog food and have decided to include it into the diet despite how potentially harmful dog food can be to humans dude just take pcp <laughs> you ever see those guys when they get when when the cops get like dudes on PCP and they got like superhuman strength? <laughs> I'm just picturing these motherfuckers breaking handcuffs in the back of a cop car, ta-da, motherfucker, and just running off. <laughs> Dude, have you ever seen that man? Them dudes that that be on like you know like PCP and then. They just like that's every they have head. like superhuman <laughs> strength when they get you know they get around you know cops it takes like four cops to hold this dude that's down like every he weigh about a, he weigh about a buck twenty seven bro soaking wet and he and his bitch <laughs> curling a cop <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's ever been anything any kind of studies on that shit like PCP and working out oh man there's gotta there's, be, there's gotta be something out there man it has to be bro there's because. I know the new shit is like peptides too. Like people are taking really? like peptides, but peptides isn't like it's like I don't. It's not steroids. It's not quite. It's a, a lot less. Um, I guess not effective, but it isn't as I guess dramatic as like as steroids, steroids okay. or HGH. But I guess it's healthy, or, or so we think right now. Whatever, it's like a healthier way to to do that. So pep, yeah, because allegedly peptides is like what a lot of these like say like Hollywood guys will take like a like a huge Jackman to get like Jack for like Wolverine or like oh, Ryan okay. Reynolds. He's you know getting ready for you know uh, Deadpool. That's yeah. like the 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 rumors like you hear like these guys don't necessarily take steroids or taking like peptides and that sort of thing. And you you can get that stuff like over the counter or prescribed. I think most of it is like prescribed depending on the form. But yeah, but the fucking dog food. I'm like yeah. I don't, Dude, I, I, uh, speaking of like actors, uh, Chris Helmsworth, right? Is his name? Yeah. Thor? Thor? Yeah. If you guys see, uh, you know, like, especially like his last, the last Thor movie, like, yeah. his physique is oh, phenomenal, it's right? Shredded. Yo, bro. he goes, it is the most miserable. I believe that him, dude. That he's been in his life. Dude, that ain't Zach Efron said the same shit when he was playing one of those roles. I forget oh, if it was really? Baywatch or the wrestler that he played, but he was like, it's fucking terrible. It's not healthy. Yeah. And he and, and even Chris Humble was saying that like they would go on set and, and, and go like, 
No, like 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 don't drink water. Yeah, like, you don't drink like, yourself like that. of water. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Crazy. We need you to be like extra cut for this scene. For this scene. Yeah, that's crazy. And some of them, like uh I forget who it was. It might have been Zach Efron where he goes, We did all the scenes where I had to be shirtless first. Like I went, do these first, because like he got himself to a certain uh, point. And he's like, I want to be able to like thing. And he was like, It's miserable. He's like, It's hard, it's not healthy. It's like it's a shitty experience. You know it's funny, man. It's Chris I haven't watched the show, but he does a show on Disney Plus. Oh, where well, he goes places. And he and does, does shit, shit and all right? that. Yeah. yeah. Have, did you uh, did we talk about that diagnosis that he got? Like no. one of the things he did on that show was he took some DNA tests and it showed that he was like at a really high sort of the chances of him getting something like I forget if it was Parkinson's or dementia or Alzheimer's. I think it was okay. Alzheimer's. Was really high and like by a certain age and he said that it forced him to make some changes in his life as far as like acting. He's like, I'm going to take some time off. I'm going to go spend time with my wife, my kids. my Because I guess what it made him realize was like, oh shit, like I- I'm going to have a point in time where I'm not going to be able to. I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to. And that, that, so that's so scary. Bro. Dude, it's and I'm like, fuck, man. So it goes back to like we were talking about before. It's like the knowing He's like, fuck, I'm, I only, I have this limited time. It's like, you know, maybe it's still, he's 60, maybe it's still 70, but he's going, well, shit, like, I, I need to start creating memories. I need like, fuck this work stuff. Like, I want to go do things. I want to go experience. I want to, and so he took, like, and he said he was doing these Marvel movies, but then he took, like, time off where he's like, I'm not doing anything. I just want to be around my family and my friends and, that, and do, just do whatever I want because the diagnosis or so the, it's not even a diagnosis. It's like the, the, the prediction if you will of of him getting that was just like yeah, yeah. His, chance, his chances are high dude i how many of us would if you put a crystal ball in front of us or if a dna test told you like brr, you're gonna get this you know and your high chances of this like what i think that most do? of us would change oh my god bro you would it's funny the, that's why we don't want to know no that's the whole cliche of like if you had if you knew you were dying and blah blah blah, blah well, i think like it, it's a cliche but it's cliche for a reason because it's like cool Every single one of us would absolutely change the way we live. And listen, there's practical reasons why you should. Right. But there's also a balance in there of like, you should treat it like you're going to die tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a there's a practicality to like, you should act like you're going to live for a long time. But also, you should also live like you're not going to be around like a long right, time. Like there's, right, a, right. there's a middle ground in there somewhere where you go. It would significantly change or alter our, our day-to-day like behaviors. For so sure. then when you think about that, right, if you go, if you could just figure out how, like, uh, like how do you get that balance and then figure out financially how do you support that middle ground? Right, like, what do you what do you actually need to have versus you know what you want to have? Yeah, because it boils down to like you know it's really more about what you spend and not necessarily yeah. what you make. And could all so, live on less, bro. COVID, yeah. COVID oh taught us that. COVID taught us that big time, and we're still recovering from that. Yep. So uh, yeah, man. So all right, man. On that, tell them where they can find us. Saying we are uh, at the Carpet Football Podcast on Instagram, on uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, the Carbon Football Podcast, and uh, at the Carbon Football print or the carbon fp pod on twitter and uh, all your favorite uh streaming and audio platforms man we're on audible we're on amazon music we're on uh, spotify stitcher tune in google pods uh pod chaser geo savin ghana all of them man so so go out there subscribe leave a review tell your friends go on youtube hit that like subscribe button around here somewhere i forget which one is where one but, of these sides <laughs> one these, they might both be over there <laughs> next to sean go ahead hit the little thumbs up thing and uh and uh make sure you subscribe turn on your notifications so you know when the the new episodes are out man and on that 
We appreciate you guys. Got some good feedback this week, so shout out to all you guys. Yeah. Um, got two people in the in, in the family that I had no idea was listening. Um, Same. I reached out, really? I found out there. I found out this week that uh, I have an uncle I didn't know who listened to all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, shout out to you guys. Yeah, for sure. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.